Fan Broadcasting Stations. Oh, yeah. It's time for Sports Time on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. The first hour of Sports Time is brought to you by Lexus of Memphis. Here are your hosts, Brett Stats-Norsworthy and Bryant Dacus. Welcome in to Sports Time. Bryant and Brett with you for the next three hours on a Monday. A lot to get to. A very, very busy weekend in the sports world. Like I mentioned, Bryant, Brett, Johnny Hill back from the Senior Bowl a week in Mobile, Alabama. We'll get to that later. I'm curious uh, to hear about Johnny's week. So we'll talk about that. Talk about everything that happened at the Senior Bowl a little bit later. But Brett, how are you this afternoon? Brian, I'm doing well. Happy Super Bowl week yeah. to everyone. I am not at Radio Row, where I have been five times <laughs> for this radio station, and it looks fun out at Radio Row in Ooh. Vegas, in Vegas with quite the challenge. Uh-huh. I was listening to you this morning, Brian, and I think it was with John Harden. You were going over the list of the arrest at the Grammys. Ah, yes, yes. We had, uh, we had, it was a wild night at the Grammys, that's for sure. Killer Mike. Who knew? Uh, was, uh, was arrested. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not who, really who was sure. arrested? Killer Mike. He's a rapper. Did he, he kill anybody? No, 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 no. Oh, no, good, no, no, good, no, good, no. good. Just, good. Uh, just a name. Uh, but no, I think it was like some sort of like, uh, altercation. I think he got into a fight with somebody outside the, the hey, stadium. Who yeah, among us had that? that you know, the Grammys. Everyone's so, you know, everyone's so Last nervous. time I went to the Grammys, I got into it out in the, in the hallway. Well, Brad, I mean, it, it just makes sense. I mean, everyone's so nervous. We just threw down right there. Not, yeah. and, you know, just a bunch of nervous energy, so it doesn't it done surprise me. Give me Killer Mike's two biggest hits. Oh, he's I he's an artist. He's a singer. He's a, yeah, he's a rapper. He's kind of older, um, part of Run the Jewels. Um, I, I couldn't give you any <laughs> of his songs. Um, but, uh, part but, of know, who run the jewels, that's run his, the jewels. Uh, yeah, that's the that is a name. That's a good name. That sounds like, like a great fantasy football name. That is, uh, I might have to use that next year for my fantasy football name. That's actually a really good idea. If I play fantasy football next year, I didn't play it this year. So maybe next year. So do you, you know any of his songs? I don't know any of his songs. No, he had like a, I think he was, he was, um, solo at first. And I think, um, so I know no more of killer Mike songs than I knew the Reba's. No, no. Yeah. I know more Reba than I do killer. Mike. Our ushers. Oh, I don't you, know anybody's songs. You don't songs. know any usher songs? Usher, no. Usher. Yeah. Interesting. I like usher. <laughs> I, he's, I, he's good. He's good. I like usher. What's usher's big, big breakout? What would you say his biggest song is, Johnny? Uh, probably Confessions or um, that's a good one. Yeah, literally, that's the name of the song. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's a that's a good I've one. Been to Confession, but I, I like, don't know the song. I think my favorite Usher song is My Boo. That's I like one. it, Brett. I like <laughs> song. He's got some good songs. I'm excited for Usher. Okay, at the good, Super Bowl. good. I am too. Uh, Reba singing the national anthem. Oh, it's gonna be good, Brian. The, the Reba. The Reba. Uh, don't, I don't know any of her songs. I don't either, Brett. I, uh, <laughs> I said, uh, I was telling John. Have, have, you think they know who we are, Johnny? Nah, you think the, not you, at all. You, you think Killer Mike, Usher, or the Reba knows who we are? No. Not a clue. I bet not. I don't think so. Not I, a clue. Not. I don't think so. I, I was telling so John earlier. Bail bondsman business, real good at the Grammys I last guess so. Night, huh? I guess so. And I, I still don't understand, really, like I said, what it was. that I, People were saying it was like a citizen's arrest at first, and then the, the police. <laughs> Barney Five? Yeah, so I don't know, I don't know what uh, it ended up becoming. But, yeah, that was kind of the big story from the Grammys last night. Uh, Taylor Swift had a big night, speaking of uh, – of the Kansas City, speaking of Super Bowl week, I should say she won Album of the Year. I know that, and a couple other, um, you know, awards. But Travis Kelsey was not there. You know, we knew, to, we knew she was going to be the big winner. Oh yeah, before the night ever started. Oh, oh we- yeah, I mean she might be. 
person of the year and just in general. I mean, how the 2023 was huge for her. So Times Newsmaker of the Year. She won't be Man of the Year. She'd be no, Newsmaker of the Year. Newsmaker of the Year. I, certainly, no, a big year for her. But no, I don't. I didn't watch much of the Grammys. Billy Joel performed at the end. That's about all I got. I know. That's the the three things I know from the Grammys. Killer Mike was arrested. Uh, Taylor Swift won Album of the Year, and Billy Joel performed at the end. That's, That's really all, all you need to know, bro. That's all I got. That yeah. was kind of it. Well, yeah. I'm glad I'm glad you told me that. I, I didn't watch a single solitary <laughs> second of it. I watched the Grizzlies, Yeah, and that fed into what game was on NBA TV? Denver and Portland? Uh, yeah, I think so. I think that, that was the game on late. That yeah. took me to the... That took me to nap time. Yeah, I uh, I actually watched the Grizzlies game last night live from South Haven at the Memphis Hustle game. How about Look that? Look at you, Big yeah. J journalist. That's right, Hustle versus G League Ignite, watching the uh, the future stars of the league. I like and it, Brian. Yeah. Ron Holland was with, is with he G League is, Ignite, but he did not play. Oh. He had a brace on his hand, so I think a hand injury. But Matas Buzelis who is a projected top 10 pick. He did play. Love Matos Buzelis. If the Grizzlies can get him, I'll be happy. Ron Holland, if he were playing college basketball, where would he have gone? I think Texas, right? I think he was committed to Texas, Okay, maybe. Can, can we deal in pure rumor and innuendo? Sure. I have a person that is very plugged in okay. told me that a prominent booster of the Razorbacks' oh. daughter Okay. And she was instrumental in recruiting him to Fayetteville, okay. and they thought they had an inside track on him. Do you remember really? this at all in recruiting? Do you think they did I, or I, didn't? I think so. They were certainly one of the teams up there, yeah. Anyway, when it got down to chestnut cracking time uh-huh. and signing time, and he said, I'm going to go to Texas, she said, I will pay you $2 million Holy that cow. you never have to repay me. If you go G League and don't go to Texas. Holy cow, really? She hates Texas. <laughs> Clearly. I mean, and she's got that the type cash. of money. Holy cow, wow. And that was, that cash is a deck chair flying off the Titanic. Ooh, it wow. means nothing to them. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah, yeah. So uh, October 29th, 2022, Arkansas, Texas, and one other school were named in his top three. Is that right? Kentucky, I believe. And then he commits to Texas on November 5th. 2022, and then June 20th, 2023, he signs with G League Ignite. So, how about that? What do we? What do we got for the G League? That's a good question. I don't know. He's I, the G League team this year is awful. Um, they're not very good. I think they've won one game um, in the the uh, G League regular season. Um, lost pretty bad last night. Um, lost Saturday as well. They played the hustle again, um, back to back. Not very good, uh, but they do have Ron Holland, Matas Bazelis, Bob Claire Sane, um, should be a late first round, um, guy. So, I mean, they've got some, some prospects on their team, but it's not what it was a couple years ago when Jalen Green and, and a bunch of people were playing for him. Not rumor, not innuendo. Saturday night, post game, after getting spanked by Tennessee, John Calipari. Mm-hmm. And I'm told it has been repeated mm. times that he doesn't go out and wow. do the post-game show. And the only common denominator in the repeated times he doesn't go out, could, would you care to guess? Uh, I'm going to guess a big L on the score. That's board. it. Yeah. After a loss, he doesn't go out. He's the worst. He, he, he is the worst in defeat <laughs> of any person I've ever seen in sports. It, and the, the time he lost here in a heartbreaker, mm-hmm. in a classic game, Ticket punch game to the final four 
to Luke uh, Drake. Luke, which which may hit the winning shot? Who's the quarterback? Luke or Drake? It may. Uh, may. Drake's the quarterback, so Luke, Luke may, may hit yeah. the, the shot here at FedEx Forum. And what's he do? He goes out there and sicks his fans on the referees. Yikes! Yikes! Mm. And 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 did it intentionally. He's yeah. always been a terrible mm. punk loser. And Saturday night, stiff Tom Leach, the longtime venerable voice of the mm-hmm. Kentucky Wildcats, and I I would guarantee you, like most of us that interview a coach after a tough loss, home or road, heartbreaking or not, I dare say Tom's toughest question would have been to him, "Hey, coach, tough loss." Sure. Sure. And you've got to expand on that for a minute and a half, if two that, minutes. Yeah. Next question would be, up next, coaches, whatever mm-hmm. game's up next. Yes. Yeah, minute and a half, two minutes. Yeah. And you have fulfilled your obligation mm-hmm. to that network that pays you big money, mm-hmm. huge money for that. Yep. The fault in all this, and especially if it's been repeated, and, and that's what I was told today that it has been several times through the sure years so. that he's done it. Yeah. That fault is – that's not on John Calipari after one or two times. Right. That's on Mitch Barnhart. Oh, yeah. And now I don't know that Mitch Barnhart would have the legal standing to do what I would do if I were Mitch Barnhart in that huge buyout that John Calipari has at Kentucky. Uh-huh. Uh, unless he did do something like memo to file or, you know, sure. something like that. But if you've let him get away with it, I don't know that you could do this, but I wouldn't have done it Saturday night. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have done it yesterday. But this morning, by 9 o'clock, I would have been over, if I'm Mitch Barnhart, I would have been over at his office with the university council and a third party that's non-university related mm-hmm. that could verify everything that went down. Sure. And I wouldn't call the secretary or the basketball ops guy and get on his schedule. Mm-hmm. I would walk into his office, go, Coach, here's your contract. Mm-hmm. And the terms of your contract is you're to talk win or lose yeah. whatever game. Mm-hmm. Now, there's a few games at the NC tournament, like at bowl games, right. that they hold you back a while. And the network sometimes will pass or take sure. an assistant coach. Mm-hmm. And I think an assistant coach did go out and appear for him Saturday night. And a player did. The player wow. that makes uh, less than a percent of uh-huh. what John Calipari makes, right. he goes out and he talks. But if I Mitch Barnhart go, here's the terms of your contract, re- uh, another one, mm-hmm. and you will be fired and we won't pay you a dime and we'll hold you to the contract. But I don't know that he has any legal standing <laughs> if he's let him get away with it. That's that's a good point. And a good Preston question. has been set. It, it has. And, yeah, I saw those uh, those reports Yesterday and, and Saturday night that he did not uh, go on radio and you know bad look and you know a tough loss for them at home against Tennessee but I mean we we've seen we've talked about it where you know a lot of times Coach Hardaway will take his time with but at least he's going out there and uh, you can't say the same for Cal and like you said the questioning the line of questioning I'm sure would have been tough loss hey this guy played great. Uh, y'all were missing this guy. How much did that that hurt y'all? And, Miss DJ Wagner. That was tough, wasn't it, Coach? Yes. yes. I mean, those are all easy Look, questions. I, I do this. Answer. I know these questions. Mm-hmm. And I, I know how uncomfortable it is for them. And I know how uncomfortable it is for the questioner. Sure. But we're not trying to land a, a, a mission to Mars no, here. No, no. We're just trying to get some questions in. And uh, in, in fact, it. in fact, this year after the Peach Bowl, and the Peach Bowl was one of those – where, which I don't know how their contract tops our contract, but right. whatever we did and we played along. Sure. And the Peach Bowl said, "You're not getting him post game minimum 
before about 45 minutes afterwards because we, we take him to this, we take him to that, right. and we got the ceremony. And, and early in the week, we said, okay, cool, sure. uh, we, 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 we'll, we'll pass. Post game on the field, Lane to me said, we're just going to do it right here. I said, no, no, coach, we, 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 we don't have we any post game. Yeah. He goes, I can do it right now. I said, no, no, coach, because, you know, I'd been told oh, just yeah. t- take the feed from the, from the, the main room. Sure. I said, no, no, coach. I, I said, it's already playing. He said, you sure? We, we, just, want, we just want a ball game. You don't want to talk. And, 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 and he, he, he was cool by it and, and very sure. nice by it. He's, nev- he, he's, he's never stood up anybody right. in his four years there. And you shouldn't. No, absolutely not. Now, for the Peach Bowl. And if he does next year, I will say the very same thing absolutely. on Monday on Memphis Radio. Absolutely. Now, for the Peach Bowl, was that both winning and losing coach, or was that just winning coach? Winning in okay. defeat, we would have gotten him, and, and you know, of course, with sports information, sure. this had all all been worked out, in with the powers right. that be at Learfield and and with, with David, and, and you know, I, I I was given instructions, and yeah. I was going to follow. Oh, absolutely! <laughs> You're not going to get in trouble for something like that. It'd be ridiculous. No, but uh, yeah, just a really bad look for and for and, and and I, I don't need a text right now. I don't need a text anytime. Well, next year lose at the buzzer in the. National semis, and he stiffs you. I bet you don't say this. I will say the very same damn thing. Yes, yes, you will, and I know you will. So, no, just a really bad look after you know a really tough game. You know, and, and for Tennessee, a great win for them on the road in Lexington in a good environment until kind of late in the game, and and really had good performances from from everybody in that starting rotation. They did, and Kentucky's not very good. Yeah. There are a couple of factors why I think the DJ Wagner sure. being out of the out of the lineup it does impact them. Mm-hmm. But they've got three more McDonald's all all Americans exactly. to fill in. Yes. They they lost two games last week, and they scored in the nineties in both of them. Yeah, 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 and gave up ninety plus points in both of them. Obviously, if they're losses and they scored ninety, but I mean that's that's incredible. I mean back to back ninety plus points given up. I, I think I saw a stat that that hadn't happened since like in the nineties. The last time they gave up that many points at home was under Billy Clyde Gillespie Holy against God. VMI. Wow. Yeah, wow. Billy Clyde. That's quite an era. Yeah. The last time to do it in the league was, I think, one of those Patino teams coming out of probation and limited scholarship-wise, wow. I think, around the early 90s, I think. Wow, that's incredible. Yeah, I have, I have the stat I was looking for right here. Um, they've allowed 90-plus in back-to-back games for the first time since 1994. So that is uh, a really well. That really was Patino, and he had it going yeah. then. Yeah, so that's that's surprising. And then, I bet one of those was Arkansas. Yeah, no, I, I I can almost assure you it probably was. And then here's another stat for you: um, they lost back to back home games. Uh, that has only happened eight times in school history. Back to back home losses. And Rick Barnes now seven and one versus Kentucky when Kentucky's wow. a top ten team. Wow, uh, that, that's incredible. That and is incredible. That's impressive. And the bad thing about it. Kentucky can't fire him, and he's not going to leave. No, no, because the cash is too big. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep. So I mean, it's uh, it's a weird situation up in Kentucky. I dipped into Kentucky pregame Saturday night, yeah. and I don't know who their pregame hosts are. They're great. Yeah. I don't know who they are, but they were talking about all the Kentucky guys, either starters or reserves, for the NBA All Star game. I think it's mm-hmm. seven. Wow. 
Wow. And Cal's just really proud of that. His goal is to get it to 12, essentially a team of just Kentucky players. All that's great. Cal, you still got one title. Just one. Just one. That's right. That's right. And this year, 15 years. Wow. They signed up for all that with him for one. Yeah. 15 years. Wow. Lifetime contract and just uh, one title. It's, uh, yep. But a great win Saturday at FedEx Forum. You were there. We'll talk a lot about it, about the Tigers Saturday. I, I don't want to make too much of it, but I don't want to make too little of it either. It's a, a it's a heck of a lot better than, than losing. And we know what the conversation would be if it had been a loss. We don't have to have that and now string something together in Philadelphia on Thursday night. Mm Back home against Tulane on Super Bowl Sunday, yep. and you got a you got a little streak going, sure. and, you, you, and, and you definitely have turned the the, the conversation around. Sure. And after you do all that, then you go on the road for that those games down in Dallas mm-hmm. against North Texas and SMU, and you win both of those, and yeah. I, I think you're in pretty good shape. Sure, yeah. Then you're then you're really rolling, and and we can be having a different conversation than the conversation we've had over the last week. But we'll talk a ton of Tigers in our next segment uh, as they win late in the game over Wichita State, a big shot uh, by both Javon Quinterly late to give him a one-point lead, and then also uh, David Jones to win uh, on, the game. On the coach's interview stuff, mm-hmm. in fact, in my time with Lane Kiffin as head coach, yeah. whether I was doing it or Richard was doing it or Eli Savoy was doing mm-hmm. it or Gary Darby was doing it, whoever did the post-game interview, I can think of one time – where he was, I won't say uncomfortably late, but it was getting late, and you yeah. know it was time to move on, and we were about to chew through all the bits and reads right. and spots <laughs> and everything post game. Everything you got to do, yeah. Everything we have to do, and we enjoy sure. doing it. And, and and guess when it was? Uh, Egg Bowl last year. Nope. Ooh. LSU win this year. Really? He was so excited. First thing wow. he does is when he gets back, he, he, he goes straight up to his office, usually his parents, yeah. uh, girlfriend, best friends, sure. other people like that are up there, high fives, kisses and hugs, yeah. kind of chills out for about eight to ten minutes, then they bring him to me. Yeah. No, no, I'm sorry. Then he goes into the locker room and addresses his team. Sure. Then they bring him to me. Right. Wow. And this year, I'm going to say upstairs, and it was it was just a wild scene <laughs> oh, yeah. in the back. I mean, that was I mean a crazy everybody. game. I don't blame I, I mean, beating LSU for oh. Ole Miss, I mean, it's just that special and just for the way us. it happened. Everybody's yeah. going crazy. Mm-hmm. I, I, had, I had no co- co- really comprehension of time. Yeah. And I, I think it got out to about 20, 25 minutes. Wow, wow. Which, well, that's not that no, bad. No, that, that's, that's not that bad at all. Uh, but I, I don't blame them after a win like that against LSU. Well, let me set up today's show. Before we get to top and not top story of the day, 3.30, like I mentioned, we'll talk a lot of Tigers and their win over Wichita State Saturday afternoon. 3.45, we'll get to the Grizzlies, a 40-point loss yesterday uh, on the road in Boston, but only eight players active for the Grizzlies because of injury. So we'll talk a lot of Grizzlies at 3.45. 4 o'clock, David Cobb from CBS Sports joins us talk some college football and some college basketball. 4.30, Shelby Mast, we'll talk bracketology with him from Bracket Wag. 
Com. A lot to get to uh, with Shelby. He currently has Memphis on uh, the 11 line playing in. We paid him off. Game. That's right. Yes, yes. He's doing it just to please uh-huh. us, joining us. Not, That's no, right. no, no. no chance. Not at all. Not at all. But he has the Tigers playing in Dayton um, against uh, Virginia in his latest bracket. Bring so, it on. I would love it. A rematch of, uh, of a big game early. Don't have this to season. What, beat him 23 the first time? Yeah, 20, 22 or 23, yeah. Uh, 23. Yeah. Uh, just got to beat him one. Just got to beat him again, yeah. And, and just one point is ba- 22, 21, whatever. Tw- one point wins a win. So we'll talk to Shelby about his bracket um, and some of the big storylines as we get closer and closer to March. 445, we get to big number of the day. 5 o'clock, DeMichael Cole, uh, the Grizzlies beat writer for the Commercial Appeal. He'll join us, talk more Grizzlies. 530, we'll get to what's trending at 545. We'll wrap up today's show like we always do with Taco Bell Crunch Time. Let me remind you, we're in our Family Leisure Studios where family and fun come together. Get over there for the floor model sale. All floor model patio sets are priced to move. Wicker sofa set under $2,000. Close out patio cushions as low as $25. Pool tables under $1,500. Theater seating under $2,000. Four-person hot tubs now under $5,000. Infrared and traditional steam saunas, they're 25% off. Get ready for summer and purchase your above-ground pool right now to get first in line for installation. And that special financing is still available so head over to Family Leisure, 2120 Whitten Road, just north of I-40. Johnny Hill's our producer, and we're glad to have him home from the Senior Bowl down in Mobile. Safe and sound, Brian Dacus, Brett Norsworthy with you until 6 o'clock. We're sports time, and we want you to be a part of it at 901-360-8255. This hour of our show brought to you every day by Lexus of Memphis, the one and only Lexus dealership in town at 2600 Ridgeway and online at LexusofMemphis.com. Great offers on all 2024 models and always special leasing options. Drive in luxury and confidence knowing that every new Lexus comes with complimentary first and second maintenance services. You can call them at 901-334-9673, but better yet, stop by Lexus of Memphis at 2600 Ridgeway and put yourself in the driver's seat of the all-new 2024 flagship LS500 and you'll be looking and you'll be driving in style. When you purchase a Lexus, you get top-of-the-line engineering and design and that makes for the luxury driving experience. Online at LexusofMemphis.com. Experience amazing. Experience amazing at Lexus of Memphis. Top story of the day. Well, my top story of the day is the Tigers and their win over Wichita State. A two-point win over the Shockers in a game that Wichita State led most of the afternoon. It wasn't until late in uh, the second half with about less than a minute left when Javon Quinterly knocked down a three-pointer, his only three-pointer of the game to give the Tigers a one-point lead. Wichita State went down the court, got fouled, made one free throw, missed the other, and here come the Tigers with only uh, a couple seconds left on the game clock. David Jones makes a jumper out of a timeout to give the Tigers a two-point win. I was talking, uh, Jason Munns joined joined, uh, uh, Dave earlier today, and I was talking to him on the phone before he went on, and uh, I said, a win's a win. And he said, that's right. It doesn't matter if it's by 10, if it's by 100, if it's it by doesn't. 1. They just need to win. And so that that's what they did over the weekend. Certainly still some concerns. I think this Wichita State is not a good team, especially when you look at what the Tigers did on the road in Wichita with that massive Last place half. in the America. Yeah, I mean, just not a very good team in Wichita State. Came in with only one conference win. So, yes, there were a lot of issues in that game. But... 
at the end of the day, Brett, we're starting a Monday show talking about a Tiger win rather than a Tiger loss that we have done after the previous four games. Instead of the snowball avalanche mm-hmm. effect yes. that a loss would have kicked off. No, uh, my top bad. story, Super Bowl 58 week begins in yep. Vegas, could set a party standard. <laughs> Not even New Orleans could top next year. Lots of slots, lots of kino, some roulette, craps, blackjack. I think the first team to that famous blackjack number 21 will be the winner. I love under 47 and a half, but I have no rooting favorite whatsoever on that or on side either. Kansas City, they win fine. If they do, Patrick Mahomes, who's already there as an all-time great, would only help that resume. He enters Super Bowl 58. For Super Bowls only, for Super Bowl play only, he's seventh with the most Super Bowl passes completed with any kind of game he could move move to third. He's eighth with career passing yardage in Super Bowl and modest to good game he could move to fifth or sixth. And he's tied seventh for Super Bowl touchdown thrown. He could move to fourth or fifth there. He's already legendary. Sunday puts him in another galaxy. You're right about that. Not top story of the day. Well, my not top story of the day. This weekend felt like March in college basketball. We had four top ten matchups starting on Saturday. Uh, really, really good slate of games. Houston traveled to Kansas. That was a four versus eight in Kansas. Uh, a really impressive performance from them. A 78 to 65. They had to have it. Home. Had to have it and looked really, really good doing it. Later that night, we had two big games. Duke on the road to North Carolina. Another really good performance by North Carolina. Coming off that loss against Georgia Tech, a 93-84 to victory over the Blue Devils. And my favorite thing about this game is Duke, about midway during the game, they decided freshman guard Elliott Cadeau for North Carolina. Not a great shooter this year. Very streaky um, and is not known as a shooter. They decided to sag off of him, not really guard him, double team either Baycott or R.J. Davis and kind of leave him open. And so what did North Carolina do to counter that? They started having Elliott Cadeau pass off and set a screen because there's nobody there to help on the screen and giving R.J. Davis and some of these other guys wide open looks. Um, So a really, really fun game between Duke, North Carolina. We already talked about Tennessee on the road, a 103 to 92 dominant win over Kentucky on the road, a huge win um, for Tennessee. And then to wrap up the weekend, number two, Purdue on the road at number six, Wisconsin. And Purdue continues to impress 21 and two on the season and a 75 to 69 victory over Wisconsin. Really made it easy with 41 points in the second half, but a really fun game in the Big Ten. How athletic do you think Duke's team is? Uh, they're certainly not the most athletic uh, Duke team I've seen in the last couple of years, but let's give them like a seven on the athletic scale. That high? Yeah, okay. I, I'll, I think they have some pretty good athletes. I think one of these smaller conference teams, and I don't really know who I'm thinking of when I say that, mm-hmm. but somebody like Grand Canyon, yeah, St. Mary's, mm-hmm. Catch them in the second round, it could run right past them. Oh, Brett, I, I, I'm with you on that. I mean, there are going to be some really Faster good, the pace, the better. Mm-hmm, there are going to be some really good mid-majors. I'd throw Samford in there. have been playing really well. Samford is a, the best one submitted. Yeah, Very good. Yeah, so I think Very good. there's going to be a couple of upsets, I think, that, that nobody's expecting right now. My not top story, Tigers win, and the four-game losing streak is stopped. Now I have to build on that a winning streak. 
I don't think we should spend too much time on happy days are here again, <laughs> but the mood is much better, and sure. it should be. It should be. You play to win. Yeah. And, look, we, it's not style points. It's not played out in all these. It's not played out at John Hollinger's metric sites. Ooh. And I'll get to more John Hollinger later. He was all for I thought he would be, and he was. But Coach Hardaway, I don't think he should get too satisfied. Mm-hmm. Go on the road, win that one. Win over the weekend against Tulane. Get String some things together, and then start turning the narratives around. Ten days ago, Coach Penny Hardaway himself was talking Final Four. Mm-hmm. But that that was that 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 was a little over the top, and we don't need that. And Coach Hardaway, in def, in victory Saturday, had another whopper. Mm. Did you catch it? I did not. He said, and I am quoting. Oh no! I took over this program when it was at its lowest point oh, ever. No. End of quote. Oh no! Coach, it's not, and you know better than that. No. What Passner handed to Tubby. Arguably is worse than what Tubby handed to you. Yeah. And nobody denies Tick Price to John Calipari yeah. was the lowest point ever. Oh, he no, knows absolutely. that history and he knows better than that. He does. I mean, Tubby's second year, they were in the conference semifinal game and, and led for and, most of the day it before. Wasn't uh, enough. No, nah, wasn't, wasn't enough. Uh, but uh, I don't like that comment at all. But hey, a win is a win. That'll do it for top and not top story of the day. Let's go ahead and get to our first break of the day. When we come back, we'll talk more about the Tigers and their win over Wichita State. That's next on Sports Time. Add a little fun to your lunch break. Join Johnny Radio for Sports 56 Happy Hour from 11 to 1 every weekday on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. Now back to Sports Time on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. This hour is brought to you by Lexus of Memphis. Here are your hosts, Brett Statz-Norsworthy and Bryant Dacus. Welcome back into Sports Time. Bryant and Brett with you. Johnny Hill producing us. And we got to talk about the Tigers' win over Wichita State yesterday. And it was not uh, a game that I think some people hoped it would have been. It was not comfortable at all, um, even down oh, the very stretch. Uncomfortable. Very uncomfortable. Uh, Wichita State went up early and uh, and really never led. Stayed up. And stayed up. And really, it was never close um, until late in the game. Very, very uncomfortable game. Uh, but the Tigers do pull it out. A big shot for Javon Quinterly, who was not very good uh, in that game, but did hit the big shot down the stretch. One for 13 from the field, Javon Quinterly was. And it was that big three to give the Tigers a one-point lead. Then they come down. Penny calls a timeout. They get David Jones open, and he knocks down a shot uh, to give him a two-point Great out of timeout play call. Yeah, yeah, it was. And, and, and you know, To your hot hand? Exactly. Let's don't overthink mm-hmm. this. Yes. Get it to this guy. Yes, we know David Jones can get us a bucket, get him open, get him the ball, get the shot up, and, and it worked. And down the stretch of that game, David Jones and, and the entire team played some defense. Yeah. It wasn't a lot before that, and Clark Kellogg in the game broadcast – not once, but twice. When you rewatch it, you'll hear it, and yep. it'll stand out after I tell you this. Two different times described the Tiger defense as a matador. I believe it. I mean, and that's something you've said. You know, you've used that same same word um, last week talking about this team. And you know, there were a lot of times you'd look up, and I think 
Wichita State started something like three for 11 from three. I mean, they were just throwing threes up and just missing pretty much everything. Both sides yeah. were about to yeah. permanently mar the, the rims. They, they sure were. But early in the game, I mean, I was sitting there going, Memphis is should be thanking their lucky stars right now because Wichita State is getting wide open shots. They're just not able to knock them down. They, they should think they're lucky stars, and there's a reason why the Tigers won. They yeah. were better. They are were. better. They should, the, the proverbial, if we played a hundred times, yes. uh, we, 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 it's really odd scheduling to do that, but if, <laughs> if they did, uh, I think the Tigers could about go hundred and zero oh, against yeah. what is now the last place team mm. in the American, mm. and that helped at home helped, sure. and the urgency. Yes. You could, you could feel it. Mm-hmm. I, in the building, was it as palpable as watching on television of this is the season, and more than that, this is the Penny Hardaway yes. era. Yes, no, it was it was a very uncomfortable forum early in the game. I could hear some pockets, you know, starting. I don't want to call them booze, but very uh, uncomfortable. Restless crowd. Yes, uh, restless noises. I guess I could call them. Um, but Can you blame them? I know I can't blame them at all. And uh, you know, I, I said this earlier. This game felt a lot different for me, at least, because, kind of like you said, not a good team. They were not shooting the ball well. You're at home. I felt like down the stretch, if the Tigers could start, you know, putting together series, you know, putting together baskets, putting together stops on the defensive end that they were already kind of doing, um, that they could win that game, um, much different than what I felt against Rice. But, there were a lot of people around me in the forum, very uncomfortable the entire game, and a lot of people just kind of that same thing that I heard a lot of people from Rice of just almost just shocked of, of how are we back in this situation, another game against a team that is at the bottom of the conference. But the Tigers were able to pull it out, and that was something they couldn't do at home against Rice, yeah. couldn't maintain the big lead against South Florida, and had that narrow escape against Texas San Antonio in mm-hmm. overtime yeah. and a narrow escape against SMU in the conference. That's the games in conference yeah. this year. I just went through those. Yeah. No. It has been UGLY yeah. at home in AAC play, yeah. and that was never supposed to be this way, but that's the, that, that's the hand we've been dealt. That's where we are. Yeah. It's going to be like this. Sure. Be, I, do, I don't know if it's going to be that style point, exclamation point, mm-hmm. Really lay it on anybody again this year. You yeah. mentioned Wichita State. The Tigers did their part. The Tigers deserve credit. Absolutely. I, I, I am here giving Absolutely. them credit. Winning beats a heck out of losing. Sure I don't, does. I don't remember, I don't remember the sports information director. He wasn't here long, but in his game notes here for Memphis several years ago, he would, you know, the proverbial page, you know, mm-hmm. if, if, if Memphis wins. Right. Uh, you know, it would, you know, keep a home winning streak, blah, blah, blah. Sure. It would keep a, and, hit, and his last thing would always be, if Memphis wins, beats the heck out of losing. <laughs> he would have it in his game notes. And, 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 and I awesome. thought, I thought, I thought that was pretty good and, yeah. and, and clever on his part. But Wichita State did its part. Two, two missed layups. Mm-hmm. I mean, just ride it, ride it to Clark yeah. Kellogg Cup. Yeah. Just ride it to Cup. Two missed layups. Three missed free throws and an air ball. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the the missed free throws were huge uh, in that second half. I mean, 62% from the free throw line for Wichita State in the second half and and just really – Poor around the basket, poor from the free throw line. But you're right. At the towards the end of the game, Memphis's defense stepped up. The offense stepped up. They were knocking down shots. They were chipping away at that lead. And uh, you know that is the the performance that 
I, I need to see this team have for 40 minutes and not just the last six or seven minutes in a game. And Coach Hardaway stuck with guys that were getting it done, yes. and he stopped all yes. the conveyor belt to the scoring table, Ugh. and he's got to settle in on that the got rest to. of the way. Got to. Uh, we, we, we've got a sprint to the finish. Tigers have eight left. It's mm-hmm. just it, it's not a lot of the regular season left mm-hmm. for anybody in college mm-hmm. basketball. And the Tigers were four on the road, four at home. That's that's it. The yeah. the, the the rest rest of the way is that right? Is mm-hmm. Five, five on the on road, road and then four five on the road yeah. the rest of the way. So that, that's what you got to get down to is just these guys. Yeah. And here, here, here's my assessment of what you're getting in these guys. Okay. Malcolm Dandridge, 20 to 28, 29 minutes, m- mostly solid. I yeah. mean, what you see is what you get out of him. Yeah. Naquan Tomlin, it could be a lot more upside. Mm-hmm. It could be a little more sense of urgency from him. Yeah. But he, he, he's got his spot. Jones speaks for himself. Absolutely. Uh, Walton, do you have any other better, really any better option? No. I don't think so. Quinterly, you're going to have to ride the wave with got him. To. He, 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 he might be 0 for 12. He might win you one at the horn yep. like he's done a couple times. And he has shot better Absolutely. than he did Saturday Absolutely. and might get on that heater. Sure that, could. Who knows? He could get on that heater in a second round NCAA tournament game that propels you to a Sweet 16. Absolutely. Similar to riding the wave with Landers Nolly. Yes. No, you're right about that. And we've seen Quinterly go out and have performances where he can't miss. And, and we've also now seen performances where he goes out there and can't buy a bucket. But you, he's the best option you have by far at the point guard position. One of your best guards on the team. You're just going to have to ride it. Off the bench, Nicholas Jordan, certainly for, Absolutely. for extended minutes, yes. uh, not just spot minutes, but extended minutes. And then after that, the rest of them, unless it's foul trouble or somebody's throwing up from exhaustion mm-hmm. and they can't get the IV in him fast enough, you don't send them to the scores table. And that includes Ashton and Jaden. Yeah, no, I, and, and, you know, he was able to cut down on that in the second half. But like you said, I need to see that for a game because in that first half, we were just sending everybody. You know, we were going in, the, the rotations didn't make much sense. I saw somebody pointed out, um, I think, uh, Walton went down, you know, I think got a basket. They get a stop on the other end, goes down. This was in the first half and knocked down a three and Penny immediately pulls him out of the game. And same thing kind of with Nick Jordan. He goes down, gets a stop, comes down, gets a rebound, couple really good positions and then gets pulled out. And, uh, you know, I just think you need to ride those guys while they're hot. And, and, you know, we don't need to see extended minutes from some of these guys deep on the bench. I like the high post set where they roll Dandridge or, and or Jordan mm-hmm. to the bucket. It, it seems to work a lot. They have a really good timing for that. The, the, the pro side of the ledger mm-hmm. for Penny Hardaway as a head coach, there's plenty there. Sure. I think he has really gotten adept at, uh, especially like uh, under the goal, out of bounds situation, even side, uh, out of timeouts, running sets, mm-hmm. not as much on stops, but the, sure. that, 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 that's harder than, Absolutely. than, you know, you, you don't know where the ball's going. Right. It's a little bit like, you know, <laughs> a, a 10 yard and out in football. Well, right. You know where you're going. The defense Absolutely. doesn't. Exactly. And, and on the defensive side, it's a little bit harder. I watched a lot, probably more than I needed to, of Temple and Tulane yesterday. All right. Tulane, that was Tulane's first win since they beat the Tigers. Was it they're, really? They're awful. Holy cow. I've not Tulane's kept awful. with Tulane since the Tigers lost to them. That, that was, I think that's right. I'm wow. pretty sure I'll I'm double, right. I'll double that, check that, you. That, that was their first win. Yikes. Temple's awful, uh-huh. but Temple could be problematical Thursday. Oh, absolutely. 
I mean, they really and, and this be. league is not good. No. Uh, Brett, you're absolutely right. They beat uh, Memphis, lost to UTSA, lost to Charlotte, lost to SMU, beat Temple yesterday. All right, while you're there and I'm not, there aren't many wins back to middle of January before that. No. Um, so they won. For Tulane. No, they won January 3rd against Rice. That was the first game of January. Lost two after that. Won January 14th against Tulsa. Lost the one after that to UAB. Beat Memphis January 21st. And then beat Temple on February 4th. So, uh, I think Tulsa was overtime. Uh, t- Tulsa was in overtime. That's correct. Yeah. So let, let, let's, mm-hmm. again, let's, let's stop overdoing Tulane. Yeah. It, it was a really mm. bad loss. Yeah, really bad loss. Uh, currently 113 on Kimpom, and I have the net pulled up right here. Currently 115 at 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 the net. So not a not a good team. Even out of victory, mm-hmm. did, the Tigers did, moved down oh, in yeah. the net. Yeah, I mean N- now 80th. Mm-hmm. Wichita State at 154. Whew. And and in the American this year, the Bottom three teams, Wichita State dead last, mm-hmm. play at Temple Thursday night, and beat Texas San Antonio in overtime at home. Mm-hmm. That's the bottom three. Yeah. Bottom four is a loss to Rice. Mm-hmm. Bottom five is narrowly escaping at Tulsa. Well, and that win was, uh, that, that win for Rice was, was huge for them to get out of the bottom three. I mean, that was literally their second win in conference. So that was, it. that was huge for them. No, it's not, a, not a very good conference. And, you know, Brett, back to, to the game against Temple. And I know we'll talk about it a lot more before that game happens. But, you know, when you, when you struggle at home against Rice, when you struggle at home against, uh, Wichita State, it's, it's all a jump ball. Going on the road. I mean, I am not confident at, at all until I, I really see it. Um, that's kind of what, what Jason Munn said on Friday when he picked Wichita State in the game is they've got to show me before I can back them again. Yeah, Jason missed on the winner. Obviously, he missed, sure. but it was, he, he called it on narrow game. Absolutely. Buckle up. It's going to mm-hmm. be tight. And the Tigers were 10.5-point favorite in Tiger bankroll. We all three took Wichita State. Yep. Group lock were 3-4 and four this year on that. The Tigers are now seven and fifteen against the spread Ruh-roh. with the and, and I'm I'm gonna count up all the double digit spreads. Oh man, and just Vegas has loved Memphis. Sure if have. you've been riding to go against Memphis, you are in in Pretty the good. chips. Oh yeah, uh, you 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 may be going to the Super Bowl and enjoying Las Vegas. Sat uh, Saturday, I had twenty five dollars on the Tigers. Take my total to fourteen twenty five. Bryant, you had fifty. All right, you, you are at seven thirty. Johnny Hill had 40 on Wichita State, and he's at 755. Slowly but surely. That's right. The Slowly Hank Aaron magic number of 755 That's home right. runs. That's right. But I think magical for me. A little, little different. Nah, nah, a little different when it comes to Tiger Bankroll. That's not as good as home runs, I'm afraid. But, but I mean, ten and a half over Wichita State, huh. fourteen and a half over Rice, eleven and a half over South Florida, nineteen and a half over Texas San Antonio, twenty and a half over Austin P. I mean, it, it's just been some wild massive, numbers, massive numbers, and they have really, really struggled uh, covering a lot of those numbers this year. Well, we need to get to a break, and when we come back. We'll talk about the Grizzlies, what they did over the weekend and last night uh, in Boston against the Celtics. We'll do that next on Sports Time. Join the voice of the Tigers, Dave Woloshin, for Wolo and Friends. Weekday mornings from 10 to 11, here on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. 
Now back to Sports Time on Sports 56 and 98.5 FM. This hour is brought to you by Lexus of Memphis. Here are your hosts, Brett Statz-Norsworthy and Bryant Dacus. Welcome back into Sports Time. Bryant and Brett with you. We talked about the Tigers. We need to talk about the Grizzlies because they were in action over the weekend. Uh, last night, a big loss on the road, but uh, kind of uh, predictable. Eight active players, only two players that are uh, currently on standard contract with the Grizzlies. So a bunch of two ways, 10-day guys out there um, and competitive early. I mean, that game was was close in the first quarter, kind of close in the second quarter, uh, but then the Celtics run away with it in the second half, a 131-91 uh, to 91 victory over the Grizzlies for the Celtics. Friday, um, also a uh, a 20-point loss to the Warriors, 121-101. to 101. We know they're not, not going to win many games. We know it's going to look like this, and especially when you have this many injuries and you're having to run out guys that are on 10-day contracts, guys that uh, are on two ways as your starters, and, and you know rotation guys, it's going to be tough. It was in Friday night by twenty, Sunday afternoon by forty. Let's mm-hmm. don't keep the by twenty going and add to by sixty. Oh, please no. Tomorrow night at <laughs> Madison Square Garden against the Knicks. I don't think they will. But whoo, it it is. I've just hard to believe that this kind of batch of injuries can hit. And now Jaron, mm-hmm. and and he he took the hit Friday night. I saw the play. But also Friday night, we got to see old number 18, Towson Iwomu. Yeah. And, and he was out there again. Can, I'm sure his family's shocked he's in the NBA. <laughs> well, that's what, uh, uh, I forgot who I was talking to this morning. Um, and they said, it might have been, it might have been, uh, Johnny Radio earlier today. And he said, uh, I mean, in the last week, we've had three guys on the Grizzlies get their first career points. In the NBA, not first career points with the Grizzlies, not first points of the season, first career NBA points, and that was Trey Jameson, uh, Matt Hurts, and and now Tosan. Um, so it's a lot of new. And Friday night, I can't remember who asked the question. I thought it was a really good question of Taylor Jenkins post game in the media availability, mm-hmm. and I can't remember who did it, but it was a good it was a good question. Yeah, he they asked, "Do you do anything for our players that?" You know, getting the scorebook for oh, the yeah. first time. Yeah. And he, he said, we do. We don't make a big deal about it. And he said, but it, you know, it's a special moment, a lot Absolutely. of hard work, and yeah. it is. Sure. And, and they and their family should be very proud of mm-hmm. them. I mean, just imagine. I scored in an NBA game. I mean, it's incredible. <laughs> I, mean, that's I don't care who you moment. are. I, I don't, and I don't care how long you play. In the, huh. If that's your only points ever, you scored in an NBA game. And, 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 and Taylor Jenkins' answer was very good. He goes, yeah, we do. But he said, but, you know, we, we, we don't really tell what we do and make right. that big a deal out of it. And it, it, it was rough Friday night against Golden State. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're feeling, I, I was going to say it's almost like a, a, a leak in your tire that, you know, you, you, you see the pressure gauge go off maybe in your vehicle or whatever, mm-hmm. you notice it and you go fill it up. Well, you, you, you need to quit filling it up. You got to patch yeah. the tire. Oh, yeah. We're not going to be able to patch the tire this year. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's no way. And it, this is more than just a little hole in the tire. This is, yeah. this is like major blowout mm-hmm. of all four tires. This would be the situation of the, the day I passed the guy on the interstate that had four donuts on the car. Remember oh, I told you yeah, about that? Yeah, you did tell me about that. Not one, Mm-mm. not two, front Mm-mm. and back, 
right? And the guy had on a captain's hat. That's crazy. That? Wow. You got you gotta you gotta have confidence wow. to be rolling around town with a captain hat on on four donuts. Wow, Man, I wish I could have seen that. That's, that's, that's crazy. Right there. Only top by a guy last summer. And I told you about it, Bryant. Passenger door. Did not exist. Driver side, no driver side door. Driver side, yeah. Driver side door. Just he didn't need a convertible. He had Uh the whole door gone. Yeah, Yeah, we were, and we're not talking about a Jeep either, where you can take the doors off. This was just door completely gone. Oh my yeah. goodness! Uh-huh, is that yeah. legal? Two, Probably not. Well, there's a lot of things on 240 <laughs> South uh-huh. out there, Johnny. That's not yeah, legal. Yeah. I think that's legal. Be careful out there. Uh, but no, I mean, you listen to this this lineup when you when you talk about the Grizzlies: David Roddy, Gigi Jackson, Trey Jemison, Luke Kennard, and, and and Jacob Gilliard are your starting five. You know, Luke Kennard, you can say is yeah. you know a starter, but. Outside of that, uh, you know, it's it's a lot of, of when you have to mark. fly the flag defending David Roddy, you know times Ooh. are lean. Yeah, no times are because uh, he's are awful. Very, yeah, he just has not been playing well. Um, and really, these last couple of games, obviously, you don't have a lot, so I understand it. You're putting up a lot of shots, um, but he is putting up, uh, I would almost say, way too many shots, and uh, he has not just not been playing well at all. And here's the bad thing about it: tomorrow night in. New York, mm-hmm. it's the first of thirty-two left, Whew. and you got to play them all. Yeah, and uh, you know the the Knicks. I know they lost to the Lakers in that big game over the weekend, but they've been playing really well, and they've been stacking up wins. So it's going to be a uh, thirty-two a really more. Tough. How many wins in there? Ten? No, I think that's too many. I'd take ten uh, right now and not I, play I it down. Too. Yeah, I think that's too many. I don't know, seven or eight maybe. It's going to be really, really rough. Well, before we get to a break, I've got to tell you about Goldcrest 51. It's back. Today's the day. We told you about it a couple of days uh, last week, but it's finally uh, available for pickup. You can go and get it. Goldcrest Beer began as a brand of Memphis-owned Tennessee Brewing Company in 1906. Goldcrest was the brewery's premium brand, made with the best ingredients to be found. Shortly after Prohibition ended in 1933, the name was changed to Goldcrest 51 Beer to note the brewery's 51st year of operation. When the brewery closed in 1954, over 3 billion bottles of Goldcrest 51 had been produced. Goldcrest was Memphis beer, and it is again. Today, you have the opportunity to sip on a cold Goldcrest 51 beer for the first time in over 60 years. Today's Goldcrest 51 is based on the original recipe, a unique flavor unlike any other beer on the market. Goldcrest 51 beer is made in a time-honored way to create a brew full of flavor, but is not too heavy. It's a light beer with great taste. Try one for yourself and enjoy the original Memphis beer. Available at all your stores, uh, at all your bars. Just ask for it. Goldcrest 51 beer. Well, we need to get to a break and wrap up our first hour, and when we come back we're going to talk some college football talk some college basketball with david cobb from cbs sports